We're going to go into the word for this morning. I want to share something that God has laid in my heart um and and I believe that this will be something that you can apply in your daily life. When we look at our life, one of the challenging things that we face is that our mind is always out of control. It's like no matter how much we try, our mind keeps going out of control. We want to, you know, open the bible in the morning we want to pray and spend time alone with the lord but then what happens is the moment we open within within just a minute or within even 30 seconds our mind starts floating into other things we start planning for the day we are reading the bible but parallelly we are thinking of something else we sit down to pray we want to pray we want to spend time alone with the lord but there is a challenge that we keep facing all the time the 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 challenge that we face is to just keep our mind under control and, and and if you look at the mind you know the mind is like this central processing unit like these computers have these main chips that drive everything a mind is something that drives everything in our life our interests are are you know where we should go next everything is driven and if the mind if that processing unit of a body is not under god's control i tell you our lives will be chaotic it will be haphazard we cannot do anything in a disciplined manner and so it is really important for us to subject our minds to god's control it is really important for us to bring our mind under god's control and let him lead us every day you see church how our mind is it matters a lot and when it comes to our christian life we have to submit our minds to the lord we have to submit our spiritual well-being our mind to the leading of the holy spirit and when the holy spirit leads us through i tell you our mind our body and our and our soul all together will function in a very healthy way we will live a glorious life it will be a life that is god is absolutely pleased with but if we let our minds loose and if we give our minds over to the things of the world we will always act in ways that are contrary to the bible if you notice uh, sometime you know if you notice carefully you will look at yourself and often wonder why am i this way why am i the way i am you will say i know what i'm supposed to do i know what i'm supposed to be doing but i never do it you'll say i know what god wants me to do but i'll never be able to accomplish uh, because i'm doing something else like i sit down to read the bible but i'm distracted with whatsapp i i sit down to read the bible i read a bible i'm so inspired by it uh, and i want to post this verse but i go to instagram to post the verse uh, the moment i go to instagram I, i'm distracted with all the other posts that i forget what i came there for sometimes you know we have <coughs> thoughts in our mind that we don't even want to think about like you you and i know we shouldn't be thinking of that but we end up having those thoughts that we can't even control sometimes we know that we should not think of the past we know we should not dwell on the past but our mind always likes to go back to those past memories it it likes to go back to those times to remind ourselves of okay this person hurt you do you remember that or do you know what that person did even when we sit down when we want just want to have some quiet peaceful time our mind is very active it is running it is picking up a lot of garbage from the past and it's telling us oh this is what happened to you you know about this you know about this you know how they treated you how could they do do that to you it'll keep on going 
on and on throughout our day and sometimes that that will wear us down and 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 you know eventually all those memories all those past hurt that is brought back to our mind will eventually push us down into a discouragement and you will begin to think why am i this way why am i thinking so unnecessarily why am i distracted why am i unable to focus the reason why we are so distracted that reason why we are not able to focus is because our mind is not under god's control the reason why we do the things that we do not want to do though we know it's wrong but we still we don't want to do it but somehow we end up doing we we get stuck in that place because our mind is not under the control of the holy spirit it's not under god's word but is controlled by something else the beauty of living a life where your mind is subject to god's word is that you will always have a very clear mind you will be able to practically you know you'll be able to remember what you studied there'll be a clarity in your mind there'll be a control over your thoughts it'll be a mind where it's peaceful and calm if you look at colossians chapter 3 verse 2 paul encourages the church at colosse saying set your mind on things that are above not on things that are on earth what are we asked to do we are asked to do we are to set our mind on things that are above not on the earth and when you do that i tell you your your mind will absolutely be in a very peaceful and in a very calm state if you if you look at philippians chapter 4 verse 8 it says like this finally brother whatever is true whatever is just whatever is pure whatever is lovely whatever is commendable if there is any excellence if there is anything worthy of praise think about these things we are asked to think of what is good basically we are asked to think of what is godly by doing this you know by by following in these footsteps we are setting our mind we are subjecting our mind to god's control and by doing these things we are allowing god to work in our mind many many times you see the 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 the, the subject you know, when you think of memories of the past our mind will always keep picking up past failures we we will try to do one thing but then we will immediately be reminded of the last time we tried and how we miserably failed we are constantly reminded of hurtful memories and we are constantly reminded of so many things that eventually our heart is filled with so much of anger so much of thoughts that we are just unable to control and and sometimes we get to sleep in the night though we are very tired and we want to sleep we are unable to do so because our thoughts our mind is running wild the reason why we are not able to overcome the habitual sin that is in our life is that no matter how much we try our mind keeps feeding those thoughts to keep the sin alive in us it keeps feeding those thoughts that will lead us into committing that sin over and over again and some of us have reached a point where where we think that i cannot overcome this or sometimes you may even think that maybe this is my cup of suffering maybe this is the thorn in my flesh sometimes people take that verse to talk about habitual sin paul wasn't talking about habitual sin rather he was talking about a physical ailment that he had in his body 
we have to subject our mind to god's control church i don't know how your mind is today i don't know how your mental health is today i don't know what you might be experiencing i don't know what you experienced last night i don't know what you experienced throughout the week but i believe god speaking saying subject your mind to god's control because when we subject our mind to god's control i tell you the enemy does not have room to work in our hearts when we subject our mind to god's control our mind will be filled with peace and calmness our mind will be filled with rest we will be able to lie down in the on the bed in the night and we'll be able to have a very sound sleep our life will be so beautiful we will live a very productive focus a distraction free life when we subject our minds to god's control to god's control mind is an important place and sometimes i would like to call it a battlefield because constantly there are different forces that are trying to take over your mind if you look at the human life um you must understand that other than god there are two other spirits that are fighting every day for a place in the mind for a place to control the mind the two spirits other than god spirit that is trying to control the mind is this the first one is a human spirit and the second one obvious is the devil is the enemy let's talk about the human spirit when you look at the human body when you look at a human being they are made up of three parts body soul and spirit if you look at first thessalonians chapter 5 verse 23 it says like this now may the peace may the god of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit and soul and body so we are made up of body soul and spirit now let's focus on the spirit the spirit is the innermost part of the human being that shows that we are made in the image of god so the very fact that we possess a spirit in us shows that we are made in the image of god so when you read the book of genesis and the bible says that god made us in his image one of the implication is that we have the spirit inside of us and when we accept christ what happens is our spirit and god's spirit connects and we come under god's subjection so if you look at first corinthians chapter 6 verse 17 it says like this but he who he who is joined to the lord becomes one spirit with him so when we come to salvation when we accept jesus our spirit and god's spirit comes together and we become one with him so just as god's spirit in us energizes leads us guides us and empowers us every day the human spirit that is also in us can do similar things when you see people who do not know jesus when you see people who are not uh, followers of christ yet they are highly motivated and highly driven it is usually because their spirit the human spirit is driving them to be that way is driving them to be that way and the human spirit will always keep guiding the person in the way it should go and when we talk about the mind the human spirit can also control the mind now because we live in a fallen world what the human spirit gives or the guidance it gives it will always be against god's design when the human spirit guides us it may seem very natural to us it may make sense to us but it may not be the right thing to do all the time it may not be the right thing to follow and so it is important for us to remember that my spirit has to come to god's 
subjection it has to be under god it has to be under him because if it's not under him then my spirit will begin to control my mind in the way it should go that is why sometimes you know you you want to do something you'll get a lot of ideas and you'll think oh, it's the holy spirit leading me but what you may not know is that probably it could be your human spirit so we need to determine who is controlling our spirit because the mind is a battlefield and the enemy is after our mind and also the human spirit is always trying to control us guiding us in the way uh, we should be going i can give you a prime example of the human spirit controlling a man's life if you read ecclesiastes chapter 2 verse 3 it says like this about solomon solomon who wrote this says i searched with my heart how to cheer my body with wine and i want you to pay attention to the to the the to, to the next part of the verse it says my heart still guiding me with wisdom if you have a bible or if you are taking down notes please write down that phrase solomon says i searched with my heart how to cheer my body with wine and then he goes on to say my heart still guiding me with wisdom so let's look at the life of solomon and see who was guiding him and we receive a clue in this scripture who was guiding him you look you look look at Sol- solomon's life solomon was a man who was who indulged in everything he conducted all sorts of experiments i mean he lived life to the fullest but not everything he did was approved by god but you see what he's saying here in verse verse 3 he's saying my heart still guiding me with wisdom so who was guiding solomon was it god into all his experiments into all the marriages he had was it god who was doing that absolutely not it was the human spirit guiding him he's saying my heart still guiding me with wisdom what does it say my heart still guiding me with wisdom in short here's what was happening with solomon everything that he did was driven by his own spirit we may not understand this at times but the human spirit is so powerful that it can speak to us as if god is speaking the human spirit will speak to us as if god wants us to do this thing and what will happen is the lesser we pray and the lesser we read the bible the human spirit will slowly take over and start to lead us in the direction that it wants to go it will start to tell us what we need to do and because of the fallen nature it will always be against the work of god that's one way a mind gets controlled often times you know when i sit down to prepare a sermon i get all these ideas throughout the week and 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 what i've learned is this no matter how many ideas i get i have to sit down and check is this from the holy spirit or is it my human spirit or is it the evil one that's giving me all these things to speak what is it i need to sit down and always determine because i need to make sure that my mind is under the control of god and not under the control of my spirit or any other spirit it always has to be under the control of god himself so the human spirit always fights for always is looking for a way to control our mind the lesser we pray and the lesser we read the bible we will fall prey to the human spirit and let's let's talk about the second way our mind gets controlled the enemy wants to control our mind this is an obvious one the enemy is always up to the business of stealing our minds confusing us and making us even go blank we will be doing some work and all of a sudden we will go blank 
we won't even know what we were doing just a couple of minutes ago because our mind is absolutely blank the enemy is after our mind so that he can control us and also what the enemy does is that he mimics the work of the holy spirit he will guide many with false revelation false inspiration and sometimes he will even guide you with a bible verse in a false way the enemy knows verses he knows verses in and out and he will quote them to lead you in a wrong way he'll quote the bible in a false way you see this is how false teaching spreads take a bible verse preach what you think that is actually the way of the enemy that he is guiding you to understand god in the way he wants not in the way god wants but in the way he wants so the control of the enemy is is so smart at times that we may not be able to even figure out how he works and what the enemy will often do when he wants to control our mind is that he will always give us this feeling of god guiding us you know the feeling we have and the holy spirit is guiding us you know the sense that we have the enemy will also give us that feeling of god guiding us but when we listen to what the enemy is saying when we try to do it we may be able to do it but we cannot succeed at anything we will have the strong feeling a strong conviction or we may even feel like the holy spirit is moving in our life but that will not lead us anywhere and that is why i often stress on this i think i've shared with some of you in church we should never focus too much on experiences but rather we should focus on the outcome for example if you see someone attending a meeting and then they uh, they then the preacher there waves their hand or their suit or the whatever or their kerchief and all the people fall they are slain in the spirit when they fall to the ground we should not look at that and think okay the holy spirit moved but rather the way to test that is that is we have to ask the question what happened after you fell how is your life just because you were slain in the spirit doesn't mean god moved because if god really moves in a place he will transform people do you get what i'm saying when god really moves in a crowd he will change the hearts and minds of people but when god doesn't move everyone will have an experience but the fruit of the spirit will never be there will never be there so if there is no fruit but only experiences if there is no fruit but only experience do you know where do you know what it is it's the work of the evil one it comes straight from the kingdom of the enemy the enemy can duplicate the experience but he can never duplicate the fruit of the spirit i see many revival meetings and uh, they share their experiences like uh, they'll say oh I, i went to this meeting oh look at this look at my hand i have i have goosebumps here that's not the way to determine the work of the holy spirit some will say i felt the heat that's not the way to determine the work of the holy spirit now let me tell you something see i don't deny that when the holy spirit moves we may experience something i don't deny that but when the holy spirit truly moves we will experience his move and also we will become a better person we will become a better christian we will become someone who produces fruit let me tell you this honestly you know i've been in so many meetings i've not felt any goosebumps i've attended bible studies many sessions of bible studies i've not felt any goosebumps but i've walked out of that session as a changed person 
that's the work of the holy spirit many times what we do is we think okay do i experience something right now then i believe it is god leading the enemy can mimic the experiences but he can never mimic the fruits of the holy spirit you see the enemy is so smart he will give us that experience make us feel like god is working just to gain a control over our mind it will seem like you know we are controlled by the spirit of god it will seem like we are sensing his presence every day in our life but then you look at our life it will be a mess it will be chaotic we cannot prosper in anything we cannot be successful like sometimes when we sit down to pray we will immediately feel the goosebumps and then we will think okay god is with me but then our life is in shambles often times when i sit in prayer one of the things i say is god i don't want all these experiences i want to see you move in a different way i just want to know through you more through your word because i've realized the more i base myself more i build myself on my experiences then i can fail because the enemy will use experiences to trick me as if god has led me and i can tell you honestly i've been in that place i've been tricked i've i've gone through that phase of life and it's painful they won't even realize till you get to the end of the that season of life and and you'll be like okay i've been tricked by the enemy we must understand that we as god's children have to keep our mind safe and sound we must understand that as god's children our mental health is important and the way to do that is to keep our minds subject to god's control and so this morning i want to share with you two steps on how to keep our mind under god's control I want to do this sermon as a two part series or a three part series uh, and today I'll share a few steps with you and in the coming week in the coming Sunday I'll share a next part of this sermon. So I want to share today two practical steps through which you can keep your mind under God's control. Now before I share the practical step I want you to know that the foundation for this subject of keeping our mind under God's control is consistent prayer and bible reading. that is the foundation if you do not have that right then these steps that i'm going to share with you may not work in your life you've got to make sure that you spend time alone with the lord you've got to make sure that you spend time alone with him that is how you can overcome the thoughts or the revelation the enemy brings into your life you'll be able able to overcome the influence of the enemy over your life when you pray and when you read the bible you will be able to stand firm and have your mind subject to god's control that is the foundation the first practical step i want to share with you on subjecting a mind to god's control is this the first step is this scrutinize your thoughts please write this down scrutinize your thoughts the first thing you need to do is to examine and scrutinize your thoughts this is important because it acts like a filter that constantly keeps checking for any junk or anything bad that can come through in your life see throughout the day you'll have many thoughts many ideas and you will even receive lots of inspiration but when we receive all those thoughts we should make sure that we take all those thoughts ideas and examine them with the word of god don't take a thought that comes to you and act on it immediately but examine them in prayer we have to bring those thoughts under the scrutiny of god's word we have to we have to examine it with god's word if you look at second corinthians chapter 10 verse 5 Paul says like this 
Second Corinthians chapter 10 verse 5, Paul says like this, We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ. If you look at the context here, Paul is talking about the church at Corinth. Because there were certain people in the church at Corinth who thought of themselves to be someone great, someone who knew God better, someone who were very proud in their hearts. And so Paul is addressing this issue saying, I'm going to come and I'm going to take all your thoughts, I'm going to take all your philosophies and I'm going to scrutinize them and show you what your thoughts really are like. And then, and then he goes on to say, I'm going to take you captive for Christ. So what Paul the Apostle is talking about here is a testing, a scrutinizing of thoughts. Testing your thoughts or scrutinization of your thoughts must be done every day. Because I tell you, some thought will leak into your mind. You may be a person of prayer, you may be a person reading the word and you know, spending time alone with the Lord, but something may just, just some, somehow it may come into your mind. And the, the, the thought that the enemy always gives, the thought that your human spirit always gives will be very attractive. It will be attractive even more than what God gives you. And you will always feel like, okay, I need to do this immediately. Remember this, when you have a thought, when you have a leading or when you have a guidance to do something, don't immediately take a step, but sit down and determine, is this God leading me? Is God allowing me to go in this direction? Whenever you have an idea or a thought, don't act on it immediately, but rather wait in prayer and seek God and say, God, is this you? Are you leading me in this direction? Is this from God? Is this God's revelation? Determine it that way. If it's not from God, if you get an answer saying, no, it's not from God, then do not follow it. Test your thoughts. Very important. Oftentimes I see people failing at this. We, we all you know, feel like, okay, God is guiding me in some way or the other. But we have to make sure that the guidance we are actually receiving is from God. Is from God. And when we make sure it's from God and then we work on it, then we act on it, I tell you we will see success in our life. But if it's not from God, but if it's from the enemy... When we act on it, we will see destruction in our life. One thing that often happens to me is that, you know, when I get an idea for a new sermon, I also get a verse along with it. And I'm excited. I'm super excited. I'm about to prepare. But as I sit down to study, I see that to preach the thought that I got, I have to take a verse out of context. And I know whenever... I have to take a verse out of its context and misinterpret it. It's not from God. Because God will never manipulate anything to give you anything. He will never manipulate. He will give you the truth as it is. But the enemy will manipulate. He'll make you fail and he'll make you fall. And he's, he's up to destroying your life. So why do you want to invite those thoughts? Anytime any thoughts come into your life, immediately scrutinize them. The more you do this every day, you're constantly filtering out thoughts that are not from God. And by doing this, also what you're doing is you're subjecting your thoughts more to God's control than to your human spirit or to the enemy. It's a practical step and I, and I would encourage all of you to do this church, all of, all of you to put this into practice because, because I believe we have to scrutinize our thoughts. We cannot preach what we think. 
we cannot say what we think but rather we have to preach what god wants us to do we have to teach what god wants us to do we have to go in the way god is guiding us not in the way we want to lead ourselves our leading the way we want to go will always be against god's plan and purpose and so any thought you get at any time filter it scrutinize it test it and by doing that you will be able to know who is trying to invade your mind who is trying to control your mind the second thing is this second thing the second way to keep your mind subject to god's control is this you must understand it that this fight for your mind is actually a spiritual battle it's actually a spiritual battle there's there will be a battle constantly between you and the enemy and the enemy is always after anyone who is committed to christ he will attack you by giving you a false idea he will speak to you and i tell you you can be a, a spiritual giant you can be someone who is always in prayer but the enemy will somehow find a way or he will use a person that you love the most to manipulate you to give you a false idea to speak lies to you and to deceive you that is why in verse 4 paul says like this for the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh but what do they have they have the divine power to destroy strongholds in other words we must understand these thoughts that are coming into our mind these thoughts that we are dealing with is not normal but what are they they are a spiritual battle and what the enemy wants to do is that he wants to make a space for himself in our mind he will create strongholds he will create a strongholds by gossiping by encouraging you to gossip even more we must understand the thoughts that we are dealing with is that is that it's it's not normal it's a spiritual battle the enemy will always create a he'll always try to create a stronghold in your mind one of the ways he will try to create a stronghold in your mind is that he will make you gossip or bring people into your life who will gossip and as you gossip 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 he'll create a stronghold in your mind and what will happen is the stronghold will make you follow the habit of gossiping about people if you are someone who has you know been hurt in the past the enemy will create a stronghold in your mind by uh, bringing some memories of the past into your mind every day probably that will happen to you at a certain hour in the day uh, maybe in the night or maybe early in the morning or in the middle of the day he'll keep bringing those thoughts at a certain time and when you start allowing those thoughts he'll create a stronghold for that in other words he'll create a place for himself in the mind that you will always keep thinking of the past so that you'll always keep going back to the past he will speak lies to make you feel like what he is saying is an absolute truth sometimes we we might tend to think that uh this cannot really happen you know when i when i teach about demonology and uh, spiritual warfare i of i i sometimes i hear people saying this this may not be true this cannot be really true i don't agree with that uh, we people can say all that they want but the reality is this this is what the bible says for we are in a war not against flesh and blood but against the spiritual forces of darkness the spiritual forces of darkness are constantly trying to invade your life to destroy your life to destroy your peace and to gain a control over your mind and 
please don't give in to that understand you're always in a big spiritual battle you see the biggest problem today is assumption families break down because of assumption like the like one person will be imagining things that the other person never said and they'll be fighting out of things that the other person never said they'll be angry over things the other person never said how did that come to them how do they hear such things when the enemy keeps impressing a certain thought in your mind as you think about it over and over again it will become so true that it will feel like almost as if that happened to you and many many times we end up fighting because we assume this is what happened and this is this is what could have happened people are broken relationships are broken you look at the world today our minds are preconditioned because of the media and we are constantly made to guess we are constantly made to assume that someone is doing something to me in the relationship or they are trying to break us or trying to do this a mind is constantly in a battle and i can let me tell you this let's not give our mind over to the enemy the moment you entertain gossip into your life that's the big door the moment you start talking about someone else that's a big door don't entertain such things don't allow the enemy to create a stronghold in your mind but rather allow god to work in your life every single moment every single moment we must understand that we are in a battle second corinthians chapter 10 verse 3 says like this that though we walk in the flesh we are not waging war according to the flesh and it was four that we just read it says for the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh but have divine power to destroy the strongholds when you have an inflow of thoughts that are coming into your mind you have to determine where it's coming from we must learn to discern discern those thoughts the source of those thoughts and destroy them in prayer and i i'd like to say this to you you see spiritual warfare that we're talking about is a very simple thing many many times we try to think you know it's too complex maybe it's not for me but the truth is spiritual warfare is not that difficult it's simple it always begins with identifying where the issue is where is the problem where is the problem you identify the issue and seek god in prayer and i can tell you within a couple of minutes of praying you will sense a deliverance in your heart many times what happens is our minds have become so dull that we're not able to discern we don't know what's happening to us and because we do not know what's happening to us we end up blaming others for for all that's happening but rather we have to discern and say god tell me what is happening to me show me reveal to me when you discern when you receive a revelation from god and then you pray and stand against the forces of darkness in jesus name i tell you you will experience a deliverance in your life there are many christians who are living their life in a defeated state they don't have the sense of peace or calmness in their life their life is so uncertain you know why because the enemy has created a stronghold in their mind a stronghold for the habitual sins a stronghold for hatred against friends a stronghold against churches everything the something that's that's in the heart of people that the enemy has put into that is actually destroying lives today and we have to determine okay is there a thought in my mind that's always there is there something in my mind that's constantly you know making me feel like i cannot do this i tell you church if there's someone that's listening to me that always has a thought of failure 
that's always that always feels like they're going to fail at some point i tell you you need to spend time in god's presence and determine what that is because you have received a thought from the enemy and he has created a stronghold in your mind stand in prayer and say a word of prayer against those strongholds and i tell you you will experience deliverance spiritual warfare is simple it always begins by discerning where your thoughts are coming from from whom is it coming and when you stand against that thing specifically in prayer you will experience deliverance in your life i wonder how your mind is today i wonder if your mind is subject to the control of god i wonder if your mind is subject to the leading of god or is your mind under the human spirit's control like solomon he started out really well but he he ended up in a very bad way god told him certain things that he should not do but he went on and did that you know why though he started well you know why he drifted away because the human spirit is so convincing sometimes it will seem like the very thing god says no the human spirit will say it's okay to try it once you see that is why we fall into sin we are we, we are in a sinful world the human spirit will always lead us in ways that are against god You look at the life of Solomon he did so many things against God a man who began his career a man who built the temple of the Lord also built temples for many other gods that God said never do he married many women from different provinces that God said don't do God said don't don't go back to Egypt don't accumulate horses because if you have to accumulate horses you eventually have to go back to Egypt whatever God said don't do Solomon broke it and you look at his life he says my heart still guiding me with wisdom your human spirit will guide you with wisdom that you could never think of normally it'll be amazing to think oh my i i'm going this way and everybody will appreciate you oh such a smart move you seem great but i tell you the end of all that is destruction the enemy may be leading you in a certain way he'll give you the experiences of god Every time you stand in prayer you start weeping and crying and you feel like God is there with you you sense his presence but you look at your life it's in shambles it's a chaos you know what that is that's a sign that you're led by a false holy spirit you're led by an that that led by a fake holy spirit you need to subject your mind to God's control in other words you have to understand that if God leads me I will see a spiritual growth in my life. If God is guiding me, then I will bear the fruits of the spirit. But if all I have is experience, if all I have is goosebumps, if all I'm is just being slain in the spirit all the time, then I'm being led by a false spirit. Whose control are we under? What is our mind controlled by? Let's determine that today and ask God, God help me. I I want to be absolutely under your control. I want to be led by your spirit every day. Let's make that decision in our life today. Scrutinize your every thought and understand it that you are in a spiritual battle. That there is a spiritual warfare against to create stronghold in your mind. Don't give room to that, but stand against that in prayer and I tell you, your mind will be peaceful, calm and it will be in rest. Why don't we close our eyes in and look unto the Lord in prayer? Father, thank you for speaking to us through your word. 
your word is clear that lord the enemy is always after us your word is clear that we are in a battle not against flesh and blood but against the spiritual forces of darkness and i pray that lord that our mind will not be given over to our human spirit but it will be completely under your spirit under your guidance oh lord help us to be your followers who are rooted in your word and not on experiences and master we have understood today lord that the enemy will always trick us through experiences he will control us through experiences and lord we do not want to be someone who looks good on the outside but never bears fruit we want to bear fruit in our christian life and we pray that lord that our body that our soul that our spirit will come under your subjection master will come under your subjection completely help us lord we want to walk in your will under your subjection under your will under your spirit forever help us master to be led by you always at all times thank you lord thank you master thank you thank you jesus thank you for leading us this far pray that lord that our mind will be subject to you in jesus name we pray amen amen amen